Fellow spy nerds, it is Todd here with some editorial information on this week's episode. It is going to be a rebroadcast of our Brush Pass episode on the first episode of the Homeland television series. But I wanted to take a couple minutes to tell you why. Um, the new format that we're uh, proceeding with uh, uh, as of last month, I think we're, we're pretty comfortable with it, is we're going to give you more of a balanced mix of television show content and movie content. To wit, um, there will be three weeks of coverage of one television season followed by a movie episode and then back to television uh, last month, you may have noticed we did The Americans Season 1, Episode 1, a middle episode, and an ending episode, and then gave you Casino Royale. So here we're going to revisit Homeland Episode 1 uh, of Season 1, then we're going to do Episode 7 of Season 1 next week, and then next week we will do the final episode of Homeland Season 1, and then give you another movie. By the way, we haven't picked that movie yet. So if there's one that you're burning to have us cover, uh, the sooner the better. Let us know. Uh, great ways to get a hold of us. There's all sorts of ways to get a hold of us at spieslikeus.net. Over on Facebook, we have the Facebook page, uh, Spies Like Us Podcast. And on Twitter, we are at spies underscore like us. Uh, so in just a few seconds, I'm just going to run that uh, April audio for you again so that we can all get on the same page especially if there's any new listeners but uh, uh regardless of whether you give a shit or not about homeland uh stay tuned just a few days we'll get you that uh, brush pass on no time to die which dave and i saw last night uh and are pretty excited to talk about so uh that's it from me uh if you haven't heard it before here you go getting you again just all on the same page we're going to talk about homeland for a few weeks here we go Let's talk about Homeland. Uh, I I dug it. I'm uh, one, like I said, I think a few brush passes ago, I'm kind of in love with uh, Claire Danes. Just because of uh, William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet was a high school movie when I was in high school, and as well as uh, a little-known movie um, where she played uh, someone that was on the spectrum, like heavily on the spectrum, that got her PhD called Temple Graydon. So um, if if you like Claire Danes as much as I do, you'll probably enjoy this. She's approachably hot, and I do like the character. I think the character is my favorite thing about the episode that I watched. Um, I came at this one with baggage that's kind of hard for me to, you know, like untangle a little. And I might be seeing stuff that isn't really there, but I always thought this was a network show. I didn't realize it was Showtime. Um, but me too. I, when I saw the logo, I was like, what? I, th- I thought it was like on, uh, like basic TV. Yeah, really. And I don't know. Is it just me? Like it does actually, I mean, it does kind of feel though. It's, I mean, it's kind of aiming high, a little higher, but it, it feels, it really does kind of feel, it feels like a network show with nudity and swearing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, even as soon as nudity showed up, I was like, wait, what's going on here? Like, it was really weird, but um, when I realized it was showtime, I was like, oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought both of the sex scenes were gratuitous. Um, there's a certain... 
I don't know, cable sensibility, at least, especially of a certain time when like, you know, they were just so excited that they could have sex in television shows that they just yeah. kind of <laughs> th- throw it in there. And yeah, I, I, had to, I had to think, I was thinking more about like that first sex scene. And then I realized, well, it does come right after he says, well, first I want to call my wife. Right. And so <laughs> like, it does have a purpose is to show us that he's, she's fucking another guy. But I think there's like so many better ways to show that she's fucking another guy than literally showing her fucking another guy. Right. <laughs> um, and then the sex scene know, in the middle was, was just weird and very yeah. off-putting. Yeah. And there's more of that to come. Cause I, I did watch two episodes. Okay. Um, there's, there's quite a bit of just random, like fucking, um, but Hey, that's premium cable. That's why you pay the big bucks. Right. Right, right, right. So I was trying to, I was trying to think, like you know, on this, on this network, networky feel that I have. We'll see, like network, um, television drama of of the network variety is something that I've never gotten into, and right. I feel that I'm somewhat like judgmental of, and I want to specify especially that I use the word judgmental, not critical, because when you're critical of something, that means like you actually kind of know something about it mm-hmm. and have some cl- complaints. Whereas judgmental is where you're pr- kind of ignorant of it, but you still, you know, kind of make a face. <laughs> right. Um, and I don't think, I don't think this show is getting far enough away, you know, and it, it's not my imagination or, or help me out. Like, I feel like when I, when I, compare it to like the Sopranos or the wire, like those feel like new, the beginning of like new TV, like not it's, it's real. it's not like, you know, net, network stuff. It has like just a very much different feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I think, you know, there's, I mean, there's some kind of silly things about it. Um, I mean, I'm cool. And which that's, that's okay. That's not, a slam, but, uh, I'm, I'm queasy about the CIA agent that's like taking antipsychotic drugs for the last 20 years. And yeah, that kind of bugged me a little bit. Um, cause I would think that would be disqualifying to even get in. And I would think the CIA would be capable to spot that. Yeah. Um, but I, I talked to a buddy that's a big fan and, uh, they had said uh, that that gets addressed later, so I'm hoping so because I, I have the same feeling you do. It kind of was out of place and unnecessary. I mean, it was kind of cool as a mechanic. It is like cool. a, it is very cool as a mechanic. Yeah, it's like a wrench to just kind of throw into the 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 already mess that's like developing. Complexify but, the character, right? And and you you know it, it kind of adds more dimension to the character. So as a story perspective, it it was. Like I was enjoying it. It just, just right off the bat, you know, just doing this show has made us highly kind of analytical of like spy fiction. And so I'm like, how would she get away with this? And even if she got away with it early on, you would think somebody would have picked up on it. It's like that she's schizophrenic at some point. Cause I looked up the drug and it's generally used for schizophrenic. Okay. Schizophrenia, like I, th- I think in the text, in the text that I've read, uh, it's bipolar disorder. 
That would make sense more from her acting. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely hope, like, because, you know, but he, he described the pill in the show as an antipsychotic. And, like, I can't think of a worse condition for a spy to have than being psychotic. Like, because yeah. that that's, <laughs> that's literally the inability to distinguish uh, fantasy from reality. Right. Which seems like is almost like the number one job of a spy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, I don't care if you're de- like, you could be depressed, you could be alcoholic, you could be paranoid, you could be a kleptomaniac, just anything except, you know, not able to tell what's what's real and what's not. And even she should know that that would like really compromise her judgment. But um, I'm glad, you know, but if the show's going to do that and, you know, it's just like, okay, that's the style of the show. That's cool. Go for it. Um, I think they're going more for, uh, I think they're going much more for the heart than the head in this show. Like, I feel like the rampant, let's compare it for a moment to uh, Libero, right? Uh Like, Libero doesn't seem to be like trying to go out of its way to like put you on the edge of your seat. Right. On a, they're, they're, on a, on a visceral kind of marinating. Level. Right. Yeah. I think Libero is existing much more in the head space. Uh-huh. And this show is, is more uh, emotionally driven. Right. Well, it seems to me that they're trying to make a story for a broader audience as well as introducing the concept of like the intelligence world. Um, even though a lot, a lot of the tradecraft already seems pretty sophisticated, um, you know, just watching two episodes, I, like it, it definitely doesn't shy away from the tradecraft. But I mean, I wouldn't really compare it to like Bureau or the Americans where they're trying to marinate like this, this big, crazy thing versus like they're, in Homeland. It's like, here, we're going to tell a really good story that has a lot of really good tradecraft in it, but we're mainly going to focus on the story to build up to this really big climax. Um, versus, like, I, th- I think the Americans has been described as a glacier, you know? And, and I feel somewhat like that with Liberio, where it's like, no, we're kind of really sitting through the whole process here, guys. Like, <laughs> we're, we're, we're not trying to, like, hook you right away. I think it's an interesting decision that they made to tell us, the audience, directly that he's lying, you know, and show some the, of those. Uh, the soldier? Yeah. Brody? The soldier that comes yeah. in. Yeah, like, it, they they kind of, tr- like, there's so much there that it's like, if it turns out, like, he's not um, uh, been flipped, I'm going to be really annoyed. Because um, they're kind of having all the other characters... Uh, uh, make Claire Dane's character like seem crazy, but they've already told the audience like, no, he's pretty much been flipped because of his flashbacks of like beating his fellow soldiers face in and, you know, uh, like being screamed at and his whole like PTSD. Like they're not really trying to keep it from us, but if it turns out that, yeah, she was imagining a lot of this, like I'll, I'll probably be annoyed. I like. I think the thing where he's communicating to someone with his with his fingers uh, while he's on camera is is kind of I don't like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I would say I would say I don't think the show is for me. I see it's def- it's got some stuff. It's definitely got some stuff. I just think it's not quite my flavor. Um, but yeah. uh, hey, Golden Globe winner for best drama uh, for for seasons one and two. Yeah. 
And uh, I sincerely, I sincerely went, oh, oh, and the bad guys, I don't know. The bad guys are kind of sketched in a way that I'm not super, super thrilled about. Maybe they get more depth later. I would actually bet that maybe like later seasons might suit me better than the first one. Probably. I mean, they didn't get much screen time to begin with. I mean, we're just kind of watching the surveillance at this point. That's true. Um, but from what I've heard is like uh, every season has this crazy build up to a huge climax. Oh, and it's much more fast paced than like, you know, the Americans. Um, as much as I love the Americans, I'm like, I'm absolutely loving it with the Americans. But uh, this is definitely that's why I'm saying I think this was built more for a broader audience, mm-hmm. but still threw in a lot of realistic tradecraft. Yeah, because they, they definitely hone in on the story. And apparently each season is a self-contained story. And that format of storytelling is something I definitely, definitely really like. Yeah. Because a season is long enough to tell like a really nice story. But then if, when you get it, if you don't like kind of cap it out and like say, that's the end of this story. Now we're going to tell another one. Then what you have is a fucking soap opera. Right. Right. And now you're just rehashing the same plot points. Right. 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 (laughs) Yeah, okay. Anything fantastic from, from episode two that uh that you liked? Um they uh yes. They uh she we're we're told the audience is told that she has an asset in place that basically recruits uh very uh attractive young women for the I guess the Saudi Arabian prince. Okay. And uh she meets up with Abu Yasef, I think is the guy that or she she sees him talking to the prince and gets video of it and takes it to Claire Danes, who then takes it to her higher ups. And now they're trying to force her to use her asset to the fullest capacity. Uh, but the asset is like, you don't understand. They stone women like us that do what we're not supposed to. Right. Um, so it's, it's kind of like a nice setup for, oh, shit, this is going to get really real really soon. And hopefully the lady's okay. Um, but it also set up for quite a few gratuitous nudity and fucking scenes. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it kept, it kept the momentum going and, uh, we got to see a lot more Brody's PTSD as well as him trying to hold on to his sanity, holding this secret in, you know? So that was kind of cool. Uh, the, the homie of his who had been sleeping with his wife, you know, uh, Brody kind of picks up on. A little bit, so they're kind of setting the stage a little bit for like a blow up between the two of them. Um, and I guess the I, I guess the the higher up Pentagon or governmental publicist types want him to re-enlist. Enlist. So uh, the homie who's a captain is charged to give an order to his homie that he's been sleeping with his wife to go re-enlist again. So. Uh, they really do harp on the story quite a bit, but it's still cool because there's there's a lot of tradecraft to like pick apart a little bit. We we just didn't get a lot of it developed. We just got that kind of cool, you know, setting up the bugs in the house and her watching. Oh the right! Oh yeah, that bugged me too, dude. Thirty minutes to set up all that. Come on, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, you better be that good, especially like in today's technology, you know. Uh, but I, I did like they had the discussion over budget, and uh, 
I don't know if it was this in the first episode or in the second one where the her one of her kind of mentors got her a FISA warrant. So, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about, you know, Patriot Act type stuff and FISA and all that all that other good stuff. So it's it it, it feels kind of propaganda y at the beginning, but I don't I don't think that's what they're going for. I think it's just kind of like here's a bunch of stuff that's relevant in two thousand what is this, two thousand eight? It started. Oh, I'm not sure, but yeah, that sounds about it, right. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That's yeah, that's right about right. Yeah. So, but I, I I've been digging it. I want to watch some more, mainly for Claire Danes. But you know, like they, <laughs> it got me interested into the story, so I'm kind of gonna finish. Yeah, and, well, I'm uh, glad we brought it up because the final season is is winding up right now. So if you were out there looking for like, you know, a show. Hey guys, uh, Todd here with an editing note. Uh, I really, I'm, I fucked it up, is what happened. Uh, I honestly thought that uh, there was a season 9 of Homeland that was uh, going on currently. I'm not sure how I got that misinformation, but in fact the series did wrap up in its uh, season 8 in 2020. So it's all out there. And, uh, by the way, you know, it's also out there in the ether that, uh, you know, the show's producer has said never say never to a season nine. So, yeah, maybe it'll happen. Uh, sorry for the interrupt. You know, if, if the hype about that had gotten you at all interested in it, like, well, here we come to give you just a quick look at the first few episodes. Some thoughts, which maybe or maybe don't help anybody that listening to our show decide if they want it. <laughs> jump into the water with that as well the preceding transmission sampled the song enter the party by kevin mcleod and sound effects from freesound.org attributions and links are found at spieslikeus.net